0: Hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom, SP3. We are live on Fightful Overbook, and we are back. Our triumphant return to Fightful Overbook for another edition of Degrassi Dudes. Of course, I am joined as always by the spinner Mason to my Jimmy Brooks. He is Steven Jensen. How are you doing, Jensen?
1: i'm doing great sp3 how are you doing my friend
0: wonderful it's a wonderful day because we get to talk about degrassi today and it's been a while it's been a while because the (laughs) last, i think the last few times we we talked it wasn't about degrassi we talked about other things so i'm glad to do a show on degrassi
1: yes yeah i know it's been a while i have watched um i mean you know i'm always watching degrassi i'm always telling you that you know like because i want to i work from home so like you know, I say very busy with my shoot job, but like I do it for my living room, so I always have at least one TV on, like in the background, like muted, just like throughout my day. That I'm kind of like looking up at, like little little breaks from uh from from the job. And one of my TVs, I have two, I have two TVs out in my living room. One of my TVs is always on the Pluto TV DeGrasse Channel. It just it just runs. Now I have found out recently because you know all these other um. All these other platforms, like there's, they have like Pluto TV, obviously, um, but like Roku has their own thing where it's like a Degrassi channel. Um, yeah. Like, there's like multiple apps now that, that all have like a Degrassi channel um, that are all pretty much the same thing. But I noticed, so I agree. So Jared says Pluto's Degrassi channel, um, like for the win. I agree. Go Yeah. <laughs> but, but but the only problem, well, let's see, we'll get into this in today's episode but they do- so i don't know if this is on purpose or not and i've talked about this before here on this very show but on pluto tv's degrassi their their loop of their of their um of the episodes they go literally from episode one which is the you know uh you know stranger danger i'm <laughs> episode yeah, you have know, the famous catfish you know- this is yeah, this yeah. Is
0: a, that was the creation of catfish to me
1: yeah, and Neve Neve saw that and uh, and came up with the idea for uh for for the MTV show. No, no, and... the per- no Neve's <laughs> Catfish came up with
0: the Twink oh, Catfish that's right. I've, see, I, I haven't wa-
1: <laughs> I haven't watched <laughs> Catfish since like I had I, since I got COVID and we talked about it like a couple of years ago. I I watched I binge watched that while I was stuck on my couch and I haven't really watched it since. Um, you should. That's, <laughs> that's, a other, that's a whole other
0: still great stuff. It's a whole other, um,
1: but yeah, so. Anyway, but I want, but the, my my point with Pluto TV is they'll go um, from uh, I think it's called uh, is it daughter mother daughter reunion or whatever is like the episode like the first like the first episode of the yes, show I yes yes
0: that's that's the name yeah I think and it, is. and it goes
1: all the way
0: through the moment
1: the last moment of season thirteen where Claire discovers she's pregnant <laughs> it goes to then. And then it starts the loop again at season one. It completely ignores season 14's existence.
0: So you don't know what happened to Claire and that baby.
1: Well, so I didn't <laughs> if you for, if
0: you if you just watch Pluto TV. <laughs>
1: right. What that part of me is like, are they doing that on purpose? Because like season 14 is ass. And we're gonna get into that. But like I'm wondering if they if like someone at Pluto TV is like a Nagrassi fan and they're like, Okay, I'll let it get to 13, but like I mean, I have the power to just not to not loop fourteen in there because they don't; they, they never have. You can watch it on demand on Pluto. You can find the episodes if you like specifically search for season fourteen Degrassi. They're there, but they do not air as a part of the loop, and <clears throat> that's only on fourteen. So, or sorry, on of uh, on season fourteen on Pluto. If, if you go to like the Roku, they just have like Roku TV or whatever built into it, there's a Degrassi channel there that plays them all, like goes through season 14. It it airs all the episodes. So, um, but it was funny because we've talked about this before. When I originally watched Degrassi, the next generation, we were both like the age essentially of like the kids we were watching on the screen. I was, we were in high school, like high school seniors and watching Degrassi as it was airing. Like we were seeing the new episodes coming out as they were coming out on like Noggin or the end or whatever. Yeah. And um. And, but then we both, you know, I, or at least I got out of it, like, around the time, like, where you see the people behind SP 3 on the, on his part of the screen, around the time that they became, like, main characters, I got out of it, like, in real time. Yeah. So I came and Same. got, I watched, I watched this all back during the pandemic. So for, like, a year after being back into it, I thought it ended with Claire becoming pregnant. I Then I, then I thought it was just, like, the next class came right after that, but I didn't. But I didn't know that there was a season 14 of Degrassi until I I like was reading Degrassi Wiki or something about, it, or maybe we were talking about something that I didn't have any idea what you're talking about. So I found season 14, watched it in full, and we talked about it a little bit, and we'll talk about it a little more today. And it made me legitimately angry. Like I it makes like I'm so mad that season 14 exists. Season 13 you, you get,
0: like it. you get you get so heated whenever you you bring it up. It
1: makes me so to mad. It's like, it's like the CM Punk of like show seasons for me. Like, that's like, you want, you want me, you want a reaction from me? Get me like riled up over like CM Punk or, uh, or yeah, bring up season 14 of Degrassi, the next generation. So what's your do more upset that,
0: season 14 of Degrassi or CM Punk?
1: Uh, it depends on the context. <laughs> Fair.
0: That is fair. But yes, off in the chat. Let us know where you think each and every season of Degrassi, the next generation ranks. We're only ranking the Degrassi, the next generation seasons, not Degrassi junior high, not Degrassi high, not Degrassi, the next class. I think Jensen still has to watch that. Maybe we can. Yeah, it's really, it's really bad.
1: I've gotten a couple episodes in and just gave gave it up. It's just not,
0: not good. You have to really be committed to binge watch it, uh, and I'm a completionist. That's the only reason I did it. Uh, but yes, <laughs> let's uh go, uh, Jensen. If you want to share oh, yeah, our, yeah. Our, our, our tier list, because cool. I am no longer SP <clears> three. <throat> I am now Jerome YouTube. That is my that is my uh, <laughs> alias. Whenever I do tier list, uh, Jensen, just so you know, that is uh, what I what I am to be called, Jerome YouTube, because I am the master of the tier list. And here we are again. We this is the place I became Jerome YouTube because we did we first did tier list on this channel uh, on Degrassi dudes, and we're back at it again with the seasons raking. So we got our tiers here. You got at the top, you got the perfect season or perfect seasons. Maybe more than one belongs in the top tier. These are the best of the best, the best seasons that people remember Degrassi for. Then we have greatness without perfection. So this is great seasons with memorable moments, but not quite the top tier of perfection. Then we have the middle, which is fun, but flawed. These were fun seasons. We remember a whole bunch of storylines, a whole bunch of character development, but they had a significant flaws that we can always point out. Then we have the uh, second to bottom tier, which is a boring season where not much happened or we weren't entertained as much as the other seasons that are above it. And then we have, of course, Trashily, the Trashily yes. seasons, which is just trash of the trash, uh, unacceptable this should not be Degrassi because we have all these other show, all these other <laughs> tiers that all these other seasons are at. so
1: yes so we want to start at season one and then just like go through is that what we're gonna do here yes like
0: in- I, I, I placed it in order from season okay. one through season 14 I, there's also seasons one through four of next class but we'll just leave them down here for this video here yep. but we got at the at the bottom here, season one. So, uh, season one is of course the introduction to everybody. This is how we introduct introduce a lot of the characters, and we see a lot of uh, like character development. There's a uh, significant like. Uh, character storylines throughout the seasons like uh toby having a crush on emma or uh you have uh emma who has a crush on sean and they develop into a whole relationship we get their first date they become boyfriend and girlfriend but then sean ruins that due to pressure from passing tests uh you have jimmy and ashley who have who experience like their first love uh you have jimmy who does everything Thing he can uh to get uh to get an edge in basketball and almost risk his whole basketball career by taking uh spinners uh Ritalin. You get Emma, who deals with her first period in this season. Uh we also got uh, you know. Uh, different history between Sean and Jimmy. Uh, you have Terry who deals with uh, self image issues and then the whole season ends with a night of fun that ends up ruin- ruining Ashley's reputation as she cheats on Jimmy with Sean after taking some E accidentally after uh, they switched the pills with uh, that, uh, that who was it? JT. JT brought over to the house for the party so where does yeah. season one rank for you? And let us know in the live in the live chat where do you think season one ranks on our tier list here?
1: Okay, so this is gonna be kind of a little bit of a litmus here because some of these rankings will change throughout the episode. Um season one, I think, is a pretty iconic season, like it does, and it also is important because like without the first <clears throat> excuse me, without that first season being good, you don't get another you know 13 seasons after that like you know um also if we were older and we were fans of the original degrassi then this would have hit pretty hard too because like we would have been we would have been seeing like snake and um and spike on screen for the first time in like a long time and uh joey with them and everything and um Right. And then you're actually you'd actually be seeing because Spike gets pregnant in the original series. So you're actually seeing Emma like an adult version or or, sorry, like a teenage version of Emma becoming like an adult throughout the series. Um, So like I feel like this one has to. Honestly, I think we should probably honestly started like greatness without perfection. It might be one of the it might be one of the top seasons, but I also need to see where the other. I, or maybe we can put it in the middle. I don't know. I have to see where these other ones start falling around it. Because this, I think this was a really good season, but I need to, there's some that were way worse and there were better seasons also. I just got to know Yeah. once we, there's so many seasons that like, it's going to be hard to know exactly where to put the first season at the moment. So
0: yeah, I kind of agree you? with Jared in the chat he says, "Uh, you know, season one was actually somewhat subversive, uh, because they weren't afraid to show the teen actor, uh, teen characters in unflattering light a lot. Ashley, Paige, uh, Jimmy, and Spinner could be so bratty. There was a lot of stuff that, you know, they touched on a lot of different topics. Like we're talking about, like, you know, catfish." periods uh first love so there was a lot of introduction and i can imagine like i wasn't watching at the time of season one like i jumped into it a couple of seasons in but i can imagine at the time in 2001 to see these like 12 13 year old kids being in these type of like storylines it was very kind of like influential and new and unique to uh to to storytelling and especially with teen dramas like the teen dramas they had 20 most of the time they had 20 year olds playing teenagers these were actual teens uh playing these roles so uh, there was a lot to like about the first season but I think that is ultimately a fun but flawed season because I think that they they went to further lengths to to expand those storylines and to expand these characters. These are very just broad characters when they first introduced. Jimmy, mm-hmm. he likes basketball. He likes Ashley. Uh, Emma, she's environmentalist. She likes Sean. Like, it's very broad. It's very just basic and it's not until like the end of the season where you see like the big moment with Ashley where they start to really kind of develop all the different characters where season two where we'll get into I feel that is is significantly better that it's a tier up but I don't know if it's up top. So that's why I kind of rank season one fun before.
1: Yeah, I'm good with that. Cause that's supposed to like right in the middle to start off too. Like I said, it's, it's like a perfect litmus kind of for these other seasons. Cause I agree. I think season two is better than season one. So like, it's hard and then there's going to be better season than season two as we get through this. So like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good with putting season one right in the middle. That's perfect.
0: Yeah. Uh. So next up we got season two. So the characters from the original Degrassi, the junior high uh, and Degrassi High, who kind of re- are given few glances, few scenes with them. They kind of further develop here as we have uh, Spike and Snake. They begin dating, much to uh, Emma's dismay. You have Ashley, who is desperate to get her friends back. And Marco, who is uh, desperate to keep his sexuality a secret as he is introduced in this season. Uh, You have Paige, who deals with being a victim of SA. Uh, You have uh, Hazel, who struggles to accept her heritage in probably one of the worst episodes ever because they never address it again. Uh, Meanwhile, the main character of season two, and the reason why I think that this is in the top two tiers, Craig Manning, who's introduced in this season, who deals with an abusive home life with his father, who, uh, who is basically very jealous of the fact that Craig's uh, stepsister Angie is with uh, the, the man that left uh, that his wife left him for Joey, uh, and you can see that Greg is coming more and more trying to uh, get closer to them, and this causes his dad to be even more abusive. He eventually has to leave. He starts living with Joey. At the end of the season, his dad comes back saying that he's been kind of reformed and repaired, or whatever, and. No, he's not. He hits him again, and uh, Craig yells at him, and his dad dies, and Craig has a very emotional episode, kind of dealing with the grief, not being able to deal with, you know, the grief of someone who abused him. So, very great deaths to this character in Craig, and that's why I would say, I would say, greatness without perfection. Season two, because they went a far way from season one, especially with the Craig character.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. And it, this one possibly could get into the top tier, depending on the when we the more we get into this. But I'm actually the episode one of the episodes I'm watching right now. I should say the episode I'm watching right now is Craig's literally on the screen. Is this must, this has to be season two that I'm watching right now, like on the Pluto loop. Um, but I remember when they introduced Craig, it was so like creepy because like he was like he was like stalking the family at first. It looked like taking pictures <laughs> of them from like afar and stuff. He didn't know who he was or like he was related right at first. But um, yeah, this is definitely season two that I'm watching because uh, yeah, Craig's dad is just sitting. Craig's dad's about to grab like the he's about to grab the golf club. I remember that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Start, start yeah.
0: Clubbing away. Yeah, start he's about to take away.
1: the take the door down. He although he, all the, he yeah, Craig gets in his uh, in his room in his uh, photo room in the like that's like destroyed if you finally found the family uh yeah anyway anyway so yeah this is definitely yeah we'll go we'll read this without perfection possibly a bump to perfect season depending on how this yeah. goes
0: i uh, the reason why i kind of put it at greatness without perfection because they were able to go even further in season three. So season three, you have uh the main storyline of this season includes uh Marco who comes out to his friends. Uh he deals with a lot of like uh he gets like abuse, he gets uh jumped uh for his sexuality and stuff like that after coming out and being more expressive, coming out to spinner the famous scene where he's you you're ditching, you're ditching one of the hottest girls in Degrassi High for your mom's. Pop- Pasta sauce? It doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah. Pasta sauce.
0: Cause... Pasta sauce? Because what? Because get... what, Cause what yeah. man? Because I'm gay. Yeah. Because I'm gay.
1: And Dude, we are... We gotta get Shane Campbell on here sometimes. We got it. We gotta get Shane on here. We teased it. We teased it before. Behind, pull the curtain back. I have direct messaged him uh, before about coming on here with us, and he sounds like he's down. It's just a matter of like scheduling it. Yeah. But yeah, we need we need to make that happen soon. Talk talk to yeah. Spinner Mason on here about that man. scene in particular. Yeah, we'll have him. <laughs> we'll have him reenact it. That would be. That would be chef's kiss chef's okay kiss. but yeah so as, uh, what what else we asked for season uh season you
0: got ellie's whose self-destructive uh actions kind of uh become prominent in this season she was introduced in season two but we start to see that she's a cutter uh because she's dealing with the fact that her dad is uh you know dealing with uh is at in well in the army so he's away and his, her mom has kind of uh, dealt with that by drinking more so her home life is very unhealthy so she starts cutting herself uh eventually Paige finds out and gets her some help this is also the first season where a main character leaves the show as terry mcgregor is put into a coma by her boyfriend rick murray So we have the Rick storyline where he basically uh, is her secret admirer and they eventually (laughs) start going out and he starts to get more possessive and controlling. And then eventually he hit, he slaps her across the face. Uh, He eventually apologizes. And after some wooing, he, she gives him another chance and he gets into a disagreement with her friends with Paige in them. They get into a fight in the woods and he pushes her over and her head, the back of her head hits a rock. And she has to leave school after being in a coma, and we never see from Terry again. Yeah. Another main story involves this is the breakout of Manny Santos when Manny Santos becomes the greatest character in teen drama history <laughs> where she comes she uh changes her whole personality and begins to have a secret affair with craig manning who is dating ashley Kerwin. yes this is the we did a whole video a whole episode on craig ashley and manny the, the love triangle to end all love triangles uh We get the infamous episode where she decides to get an abortion, which is cut off from from national uh, national feeds for a very long time. I think the only flaw this only a whole season is that the season does end kind of flat. I I did see that in the live chat. Someone mentioned that that it ended kind of flat with the whole. I think they do like the whole dance. This is also the season where Sean becomes um, Eminem uh, and uh, his real Slim Shady moment, uh, where he right. becomes a bad boy and starts aligning with jay and he steals uh uh a snake's Mm -hmm. laptop and i'm gonna say say he steals like vending
1: machine snacks but yeah the
0: laptop was a lot more a lot lot more worse a (laughs) lot more worse and then uh that 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 is while snake is dealing with cancer at the time so yeah it's 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 a whole 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 season but yeah i i think someone else in the chat said Season three is peak Degrassi. I don't think you can have anywhere else but the top of the top. A tier. Perfect season. First
1: season. I'm okay with putting that there as well. I mean, that is a great season. But yeah, the only, like, when I rewatch the the series, the, um, it's like, it's hard for me to watch whenever Sean... Wait, does Sean admit about the laptop in season three or season four? Like how long? You know, it's in
0: season three. It's at the end of the season. He basically uh, says he's going to fix Snake's car to to repay him. him. And this is after this is after one of the best episodes, the Breakfast Club episode uh, uh, where he gets with uh, Ellie. So that relationship starts to kind of transform him back into a softer bad boy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's hard for me to watch whenever he like admits because like Snake gives Spinner like an extra chance to like not fail the class.
0: Yeah, and, Sean. yeah, sorry,
1: Sean, my bad. And yeah, and he he gives Sean a chance to not fail the class, and like Sean like barely like squeaks by, and Snake's like, "All right, Sean, like, grass, like sure. you you passed." Like, he, he he helped him out big time by letting him do like this like final test or essay or whatever, and um, and then Sean. Tells him that he stole his laptop and everything, and I was like, "It's so like hard. It's like, oh my god, it's just like, it kills me watching that because Snake feels like so, so like, uh, like he like like a knife in his back. He just like, yeah. dude, I have cancer, and like I've let you like stay at my house and stuff, and like, and everything. And it's like, I was, yeah, that was bad. So Sean eventually turns it around, but yeah, I'll say season 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 three to, at the
0: top. I'm good with that. Yeah, you got Great Jimmy team. gets with Hazel. Uh, you have uh, uh, you have Spinner still with uh, uh, Page at this time. A lot of a lot of the stuff that uh, this is like my introduction to Degrassi. I remember, like, I if I remember, like, the first season. I remember, like, fully watching is season three. So that's why I ha- kind of have to put it in that top tier.
1: I'm probably right there with you, honestly. I probably started watching it around that time because I remember being like, like invested by the time what role I know we'll get into what What season did Jimmy get shot season four I was about Richard. to say I was like invested before this happened like yes. I was like yes. yeah yeah
0: yeah Yeah, this this is what made this season. This is like riding the high of season three, and they just kept going with season four. Uh, the main story arc is of course, uh, the return of Rick Murray. So we have Rick who uh puts Terry into a coma, and Terry is written off the show, and she leaves the school. So the in the early portion of season four, uh, we get the first two episodes is really about uh Paige dealing with the uh, trial of her her, our the person who uh, committed SA against her and uh, she has to deal with that. He's committed. He's uh, acquitted of all the charges. She crashes uh spinner's car into, into his car Indeed. and then, I'm trying to yeah, think the guy's Dean.
1: name Dean. Yeah, Dean.
0: You're right. Uh, but then like the th- I think episode three is when Rick comes in. So there's a redis- a resistance put uh on Rick by the student body against him uh coming back to Degrassi. The conflict escalates to a point where because of yellow paint and white feathers being poured on him while on live uh live TV television, uh Rick brings a gun to school. He shoots Jimmy Brooks, causing him to be paralyzed from the waist down and be put in a wheelchair, and then he tries to shoot Emma Nelson, But Sean defends Emma, resulting in the gun firing at Rick and causing the end of Rick's life. So this is developed over a long story arc of kind of Rick further, further being bullied and bullied. And we get moments of light of him, like bonding with Toby, uh, Emma being nicer to him after being on the side of like Paige and the other students who have a good reason to to not like, uh, you know, Rick. Uh, you know, and even then, Jimmy, when he's put on the academic team with them, he starts to uh, get lighter on Rick and defends him against uh, Spinner and Jay. But it's Spinner, Jay and Alex, who uh, collab together to do the paint and feathering while he's on the TV winning the academic uh, quiz challenge. And then he comes back to school with the gun and he he he. he gets a moment of clarity and he's not going to do it after Paige like says sorry and that was very disgusting what happened to you and he says sorry what i did to terry uh and he's like it looks like he's about to just be all fine with it he's wiping off his face and then spinner and jay basically see he's under the he's in the stall but he doesn't realize that and they basically act like jimmy was a part of the whole thing and that leads to him shooting jimmy and like this is like the most iconic scene In Degrassi history. When you think of Degrassi. People mostly think of Rick shooting Jimmy. So that is why that uh, uh, time stand still. Is considered like the greatest Degrassi episode ever. And that was like the main story arc. Because it's all about the build up to that. And then the post of that. And including some of season five. And other seasons. Are all about the aftermath of the school shooting.
1: Yes. Yeah. I mean this was one of especially considering how like famous drake became like this is like so well known even outside of like degrassi like jimmy getting shot like him getting shot and like the show and everything like and then obviously it had big implications for his character throughout the rest of the seasons because a lot of his stories were based around like having to pivot from like like wanting to play basketball to like art and like like showing what it's like to have to go through that or make big decisions on like if you want to uh attempt maybe stem cells or like d- different types of treatments to try to maybe um overcome some of the stuff. And so it's you know even that even just the phrase wheelchair Jimmy like in the chat right now. Like that's that's an actual like it's a people who've never seen Degrassi know Drake as that for some yeah. reason probably also, you know, like they've heard that. Um So but honestly, this season's problem. This might be the best season of the show, honestly, like the more that I think about it, like this is definitely in a perfect season category. It has to be like there's too many things. It builds on season three. And then there's so many things that happen because of season four. There's So many stories and character development things that happen because of this season. I feel like it's got to be the top.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a perfect season and like to go over some of the stuff that kind of is the aftermath of this school shooting. Well, Sean is the one that like we said defends Emma. He basically has to deal with the fact that he killed somebody. He goes back to Wasega and eventually reunites with his parents and moves there and leaves the show for two seasons. Uh that's how he breaks up with uh with Ellie unfortunately. Oh, and- I'm going to say, and you find out that Sean sucker punched the dude. Like, it was, like,
1: his story was, like, not accurate about, like. It did not add up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, the dude, and the dude winds up having to save him. Because he, like, he, like, tries to, like, rebel on, like, a jet ski. And just does, like, donuts in a jet ski. And, like, falls off the jet ski. It was, like, kind of anticlimactic. He just, like, just falls off the jet ski. And starts drowning. And then the dude who he sucker punched and deafened in one ear. Who they were making fun of. Literally, like minutes before this happened, this guy is the bigger man and still saves Sean's life. Um, and also, similar to you know Angel, you know Terry McGregor, this guy is never seen ever again. You know all these all these good people. This is it's all it's like the, it's funny because like when you watch some of these shows, you become inve- like like Saved by the Bell is like the best example. We have talked about that before with like all the Zach Morris trash and all that stuff. <laughs> yes. it's funny how like when you look at certain characters and certain like groups of friends in certain shows and you take like a step back you're like these people all suck like some of these people just suck and like i I should why am i cheering for these people like everyone else around them i should be cheering for um anyway so yeah just want to throw that out there too
0: it's very it's very true because like degrassi introduced emma as uh as the main character from the very yeah. beginning and throughout season three and season four, they totally like tear away from her character. And it's just like make her so hateable. Uh, so yeah. her, her aftermath of almost having almost dying in that whole uh, school shooting is after Sean leaves, she basically uh, finds comfort in Jay and gets a social disease. Uh, yeah. Cause Jay is, uh, <laughs> is flipping around with all the girls in school and giving out break. She, I was
1: going say, she gets a social disease, she also does get a couple bracelets.
0: She got some bracelets in return, though. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, spitter is dealing with the guilt of all of this. He's gone from with Paige, but he ruined that whole relationship. mean then he got with Manny, and he somehow ruins that relationship just on the simple fact that people find out when he admits to Jimmy that he was the one behind the paint and feathering, and the fact that uh that uh that Rick thought that it was Jimmy. He admits that to to uh. He admits that to Jimmy in an emotional scene. Definitely go out of your way, Shane Kippel. We got to talk about that scene as well. Uh, so yeah, then he's considered persona non grata. He admits it to the principal. He's expelled from school. He's out of here in season four. So a lot of consequences for different people just as far as uh, the school shooting. Different relationships uh, end and stuff in this, rela- in this season. But yeah, definitely peak Degrassi just for the school shooting episode alone. Yes, yes. So this brings us to season five. Uh, Season five, it says here, main character Ashley Kerwin departs for London but returns in the season finale, but she was in a relationship with Craig that kind of devolved as Craig was the first person to see Jimmy shot at the school shooting. And this kind of, it becomes a trigger for his bipolar disorder. And this becomes a strain for their relationship. He deals with that. He deals with uh, a lot. And then Ashley goes to London and he wants to travel with her, but she says she needs the space because she's been you know, dealing with, you know, all of his issues. So she wants to go and this kind of triggers him even more. And he goes out, get beat up for a guitar that he got as a gift. So he's in, so he's trying to recover from all of that at the beginning of the season. But then we find out Ashley staying in London and leaving him be, but this brings his friendship with Ellie, who has also been dealing with her own issues from the cutting that we talked about previously in season three, and brings them closer as friends, but Ellie develops a crush on Craig, who eventually winds up getting back with Manny, because it's Manny. Uh Spinner returns to, to Degrassi, but is now an outcast to his friends. JT and Liberty, who uh have been kind of like long will they, won't they, won't they? As Liberty is kind of the nerd, JT is the class clown, but Liberty's always had a crush on JT. They finally get together in season four, but in season five, they have to deal with their impending parenthood. And the Christian base uh friendship club begins to cause issues with the rest of the student body as this. This is the kind of uh, this is kind of Spinner's way to connect with people, but it becomes a whole issue for everybody else. Uh- Craig leaves the grassy to pursue his music career in this season. After a moment of infidelity, Spike kicks snake out of the house after uh, snake is caught with the principal, Miss Haskelaskos. A uh, new boy, Peter stone is causing all the trouble in the school from the very beginning of this season. As he starts to drive a wedge between Emma and Manny, as he basically <clears throat> records Manny exposing her boobs, even though Emma has a crush on him, but this does not disturb Emma from, from her crush on Peter. So they have a relationship behind Manny's back who's very upset at the guy that did did, uh, put her out on child porn. So Emma, once Mm -hmm. again, sucks in this season. Uh, With all the added stress on Emma, she does develop anorexia, which is very serious, and we do have sympathy for that. Uh, Paige finds herself enjoying Alex's company and starts to expand her sexuality as the two start dating. A lot of stuff went down in this season, but I don't feel as strongly as the past two seasons about season five for some reason. What about you?
1: Yeah, so I, I agree. You know, um, one thing I missed also season four coming into season five, maybe a little bit. I might, My timeline might be a little bit off. Also, the era where Spinner Mason had arguably the worst haircut in like, the history of like humanity. Like, oh, you're
0: talking about the long hair in season well, four?
1: Well, it's like the like half-shaved, like oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that, was, that was
0: that was his bad boy. That was when yeah. he was uh he was the hair hey, yeah. 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 Yeah, that was, I
1: just I've gotta point that out too. I always remember being like, What is his haircut? This is
0: this Spinner, is the worst. Spinner went from the, okay, he's got he's got the, the, the box cut. He had the box cut in season one. Then he had the box cut with the with the blonde uh, dye with the blonde dyed high, uh, (laughs) with uh, spiked hair. Yeah, Uh, spiky hair now. Then in season three, I think he had a little bit of that, and then he was growing his hair. It was all raggedy at certain times. Then season four was the long hair into the half bang hair, and then season five, where we're at now, he went back to the spiky hair, but he's a brunette
1: yeah so now he's yeah in, in friendship club he starts like clean, cleaning up his image and everything with darcy but then yeah i think the guy's name was linus who was like in charge of the yeah. club actually like a homophobe and like he yeah. was like against marco's attempts at, like he tried to do a blood drive and he thought like like he wasn't allowed to be in charge of it because i like i guess because a gay person shouldn't be in charge of blood was like the implication i guess of that story and then like it begin then that gets even worse and worse oh no sorry that there was the blood drive and then there was also the um you want to give out condoms yeah. and he's saying that like he's making kids go out and have sex by giving out condoms and stuff so like you start realizing like this guy is actually like a bad influence even though like the idea is good like them being together and like spinner finding new friends and like not drinking and like all this stuff or whatever but uh yeah i remember like him and jay wind up going to like the beach with with like friendship club yeah and, and then and, like, jay
0: tries to talk uh uh darcy into sleeping with uh with spitter
1: yeah yeah i gotcha so yeah man that was a uh, yeah some pretty some pretty crazy stories, I guess. In season five,
0: Spinner Spinner almost had a good relationship too with Darcy until he cheats on her with uh Paige at the end of this. Paige, that's right.
1: And she like she booty calls him, like yeah. he's like he's like thinking about getting back together with her, and then she's like, oh no, like I'm going off to college, dude. Like, like sorry, it was fun though. Um, I'm always gonna have the bestest memories of my high school boyfriend, and he's just like. Oh man, use use me, use me for my butt. I think is what he <laughs> says. Um But uh, yeah, and then also around that time too was like Sean might have been season four, maybe maybe a season five when Sean finds out about Jay and Emma being together. Was that
0: no 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 we we're, we're, we're getting that's get coming up. That now. Okay yeah. okay gotcha yeah. okay So
1: yeah. it's I've seen these episodes so many times in just like in like nonstop order that I have no idea where these seasons start and end so um i'd say season five fun but flawed it wasn't a bad season but like yeah it wasn't- i'm like,
0: I'm b- I'm between, i am between. It's tough i'm between like greatness without perfection and fun but flawed uh yeah i think you're like yeah fun but flawed i think it's closer to that than greatness without perfection so we may I'll need to bump it. it we'll see yeah we we may we may i'll put it above. i actually think it's a better season than season one so yeah, i'll put I'm it above that, that. Uh, but next up, we got season six. So the description here says many of the older ca- main characters graduate and have to deal with college life, except for Jimmy Brooks and Spinner Mason. So at the end, uh, uh, this is like a well, yeah, I think this is the season where they they become well, at the end of season five is when they become friends again and then uh they go into this season repeating their extra year as friends and their friendship kind of seems tight throughout this season they'd start even a business together after uh jimmy's kind of drawings draw interest and they start a shirt a shirt shop together and squash then squash Sp- wear squash wear and then this is where spinner gets the inspiration to become a, a cop after he takes some guy down that tried to rob jimmy uh you get degrassi's longtime feud with rival school lakehurst reaches new heights. Uh this this is all involving JT who starts going out with May- Mia who comes into the school in season 6 and this this causes friction because Mia's baby daddy in Lakehurst it has an issue with that and it starts causes a whole school beef between the two uh, rival schools. Paige begins to have problems at Banting and with Alex. uh, They break up in this season while Sean and Craig return, causing relationships to be questioned. So Sean is brought in at the beginning of the season, which causes a love triangle as Peter and Emma had been going strong. Peter helped her through her whole uh, anorexia in um, season five. But Season six, Sean comes in and uh, Peter gets jealous. He plants weed on him, so he gets kicked out of school when he attempts to return to Degrassi. Uh, This brings Emma closer to Sean, though, as she tries to help him to get out of jail. And their relationship grows after uh, she breaks up with Peter after finding out it was him that did that. Uh, we are introduced to Claire Edwards uh, in this season as well as Darcy's nerdy and unconfident sister as uh, De- uh, Darcy and Spinner try their relationship again, even after uh, he cheated on her with Paige, but Darcy basically messes all of that up when she starts taking naughty photos with Peter online for dirty old men who eventually come to her house and her sister has to save her by calling the cops. Uh, we get, and then of course, season six will always be remembered Jensen for well the final season of JT York yeah. as the rivalry with Lakehurst leads to a party where the guys are peeing on JT's car and a moment of anger uh after jt doesn't get upset i guess after they peed on his car they stab him in the back and jt is gone and he is dead a lot of fallout from that of course liberty is left heartbroken as jt had professed his love to toby just before that and he was going to go look for liberty and tell her that his uh his what it was it his oatmeal oatmeal yeah. yes his oatmeal so very sad, but very memorable season. Um, I'm There's another one. I'm between fun but flawed. Season five and season six, where I'm like, I was like, they had a lot of memorable moments, but I don't feel as strongly as I did like season three, season four, even season two. Season season two, I'm very strongly that that's the greatness without perfection, but I don't feel very strongly about season five or season six. It's between the top, the top uh, middle, well, the second and third tier.
1: Yeah, I'm good with uh well yeah, it's either Fungo Flaw or Greatness of Perfection, I would say is also mainly because like the JT, like that's when you ask anyone who watched Sagrassi, like memorable moments, whether good or bad, JT getting stabbed is like always gonna be brought up. Like that's because he was like one of the most liked likable characters on the show, also. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. Also, he got snubbed from being in the "I'm upset" video. Like, he wasn't in that with like the rest of the people with uh when Drake had like the whole DeGrassi crew in. Um, Apparently, I
0: he really he really died. I don't know. Well,
1: no what I what I think happened. Um, I think I I the story that I think I heard was that he he was reached out to about it and literally thought like someone was pranking him. He was like, "Why would Drake actually want me in a music video?" Like, he thought that they were kidding. And then I guess they like they called him like or Facetimed and like from it. They're like, "Where are you?" And he was like, "But this is actually happening." Um, <laughs> but um, um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I'll, I'm good with putting it where you wherever you want to put it. I'm good with fun but flawed. I once yeah. again, we got a lot more seasons, but like I also these, this these seasons are kind of like peak Degrassi for me too. Like some of these later seasons are going to be like way worse than this. So yeah,
0: yeah, these are seasons that I I kind of vividly remember like watching more than once. Oh, the uh, yeah. first, like the first six seasons are like that. Um, so yeah, I think Flembo Flawed is fair. Uh, we, yeah, we also got to mention, I see in the chat that uh Craig got his come up. And yeah, when Craig comes back, he's still in a relationship with Manny, but now he has a drug problem. Uh, Manny starts doing drugs with him, but eventually, after he blames it on her, she leaves him and dumps his ass. And then he tries to go and uh, use uh Ellie's feelings for him to get his coke back, and uh, he basically breaks her heart. But he's basically forced to get help after Ellie tells Joey. So, yeah, I had to mention that with Craig's whole arc in this season For very sure. quickly. Sure. Then we get season seven, which I feel is like the final season of the the core cast or the start of them being faded out for a new a new uh, crop of talent so season seven in the wake of uh, jt's york's death lakehurst high school has burned down and the students are forced to integrate into degrassi community high school this causes huge problems within the school, and many of the stories revolve around these conflicts and how to rectify them. At the same time, in this second semester, the college kids deal with more unexpected issues. So we're still, I feel like the main reason why season six was flawed, the main reason why season seven is flawed, and someone mentioned in the chat, is the focus The focus is split. It's not all on Degrassi. I think that is that is right. what makes it it makes it. But overall, I think that DeGra- I think that Darcy's storyline at the beginning is interesting. I think that. Um, yeah, that's about it. That's about it with season seven. This is the first one I would say boring.
1: Boring. Yeah, because this is also. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because the, the most of the college stuff was like really lame for like the the people who graduated
0: it was it was just boring i mean uh you had and you had the whole relationship with i think ashley and jimmy in this season as well and how yeah. that ends we we finally know he raps i mean that was good
1: yeah and he, yeah, he did give some foreshadowing to what would become his, his way way more bigger successful career and everything his flow kind of like felt, I felt out the flow a little we bit. Got, on we got
0: Manny with blonde hair in this season, man, this season is weird.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We can, I'm good with, I'm good with boring. I, and then also like, it was very weird that like this, the idea that I like that there would be this much sort of animosity between these two schools, which would make total sense. Cause someone like, like a group of their friends witnessed and like murdered. Yeah, someone who was, and then like to have to have all them go to school together and just expect her to be just like no, everyone just get along with each other. Like kind of a weird. I don't know. It was all just kind of weird. Was is the next season the one where Spinner gets like testicular cancer?
0: Testicular cancer. I think it's this season. If it's not this season, then it would be season. Yeah, it's this season yeah, so because you, he meant... gets in a fight um, with the with the Lakers kid. Yeah, yeah. Say, the th- only... there's, there's like four good storylines in this whole season. It's Spinner. is Spinner and uh, dealing with testicular cancer. It is Vanny and Jay. It is it. It is uh uh Darcy. Darcy's whole storyline. Yeah, and I'm drawing a blank on anything else. Well, so like the only and, I, and no and no, Jared, the Lakehurst kids were not fun. None of those characters worked. None yeah. of them. Outside, I, I guess if you count Holly J being a Lakehurst kid because she did come from that high school, that's the only person that worked. I I, I guess and Anya, 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 and Holly J. That's it. The Lakehurst only kid. who was it? Who was it? Yeah. What Moose? Moose yeah, worked Bruce, for you,
1: Bruce the Moose. Yeah, that was the only good thing about like that spinner, like cancer story too was that he like he was like beating up like the lakers like losers like that were like yeah. bullies like he was like standing up I, I will say the only i'll say the only good thing that came out of the lakers thing at all was i don't know what season this happens in whenever um whenever holly J actually like develops a crush on toby randomly yeah and whenever toby tells her toby isaacs calls the shots and rejects her that's the only good thing that came out of um, the entire, the entirety of Lakers being involved with, with anything that has to do with the show.
0: Yes. Anything. And, anyway. And, yeah. and thank you, Jared. See, see that's what I think you got confused. She <laughs> says, okay, I will say the Lakers kids only really come into their own in season eight. Yes. When they stop focusing on college, well they they still focus on college because we have Emma and Danny <clears throat> now in college, but when they stop focusing on the older kids, they're way too old to be on this show anymore. Uh Paige, um, uh uh Marco and Ellie. We're we're over you. I'm mm-hmm. done with Ellie storylines at this point. I think this is the same season where we get Ellie and Caitlin getting into rivalry over. Oh uh, yeah, and uh, Caitlin's uh, like hooking friend. up
1: with Ellie's boyfriend from college. Like, yeah, lame. Yeah, we just move yeah. on.
0: Yeah, no, Mia's, Mia's not interesting. I'm sorry. Mia was interesting when she was the third in the love triangle with JT and Liberty. The, the whole stuff with her baby daddy and stuff, it's just like, I'm not interested. I'm not even interested into... I'm not really interested into Mia until they try to turn her into bad girl Mia. And that's season eight as well. Here we go. Season eight. Uh, Several ongoing conflicts in this season revolve around Mia Jones becoming a model. We got Holly J uh, Sinclair attempting to get into a relationship with Blue for some reason. I was the most
1: worthless character in the history of the show. That guy was a complete just, just... I don't even know what. There wasn't even a word to describe how lame that guy was. Sorry. This
0: go. starts the this starts the uh the freaking redemption arc for Holly J as well, which I right. really, I very much enjoy. When she goes broke, things. right? And then yeah. that's yeah. Yeah. Uh the tensions that the new principal the Shep is causing with the students in a separate storyline, uh you get uh Emma Nelson, Liberty Vance and Manny Santos have begun their freshman year at Smithdale. We are introduced to uh a whole bunch of freshman characters. We get uh we get Allie in this season. We get Connor in this season. We get KC in this season. Uh Claire finally comes to the school in this season. We get their whole conflicts with the Shep. We get the Shep's whole conflicts with the football team. With uh this is a season that Jane gets a lot of development. We learn about her past and dealing with uh, you know, her her father, who is uh well did a lot of bad stuff to her. That's uh, yeah. so the best way I could say it. The only the only really, like, I, I agree with Jared on this one. Uh, yes, the fandom does hate season eight because it really just, it kind of was like fading out the older characters and introducing some new ones. Honestly, this is much, a much upgrade from season seven. After I watched it a second time, back to back season seven and season eight, I was like, wow like i i was also a part of that fandom that hated season eight but i was like season eight is a lot more entertaining than season seven so i think it's fun but flawed what about you i'm good at putting
1: it i'm good at putting it there based on those reasons like but i was also this is also when i started like getting out of it in real time because most of my favorite characters were leaving the show
0: so same same I'm with you. I'm with you. I was I was the same way. That's why I needed to watch it a second time because I was like, Oh, season seven still has my same characters. But I was like, Well, none of them are interesting, though, except for Spinner. I was like, I was like, I was like, yeah, Manny doesn't get much of a storyline. She goes out with freaking uh, what's his name? Uh Damien. Is it Damien? The black. Yeah, Damien was kid? an awful character. Oh too. man, I hate that kid. I hate yeah, that kid. I hate same. that kid so much with a passion, ladies and gentlemen. With a passion. I love I love the uh, the Mia model storyline. After watching a second time, I'm just like, this is so out there. This is more of like Gossip Girl than 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 Degrassi. I I dig it for how different it is.
1: Yeah, yeah. She's trying to get with uh, the the. Well, she she's hooking up with the quarterback, um, like the NFL quarterback who's like for the modeling career. And like, it turns out that like she was gonna get the job either way, so she didn't even <laughs> need to do any of that. And also, she's like how like the that girl who like it's like the asian girl on the show who like they barely she was on the show for layla. a while layla, layla but yeah did, didn't, they really didn't use her like for anything no. except for like this really and, and then
0: she was in a love triangle with Shante and danny
1: right which was her just like giving them bad advice or whatever about dating or whatever it was. that was yeah that was, that's it but anyway they tried to get her like involved in that story too and it like but yeah anyway not a, yeah, I don't know where where would you put this season? Not
0: I I say yeah. I say fun fun but flawed. It's it's yeah, a yeah, flawed, yeah. it's a flawed yeah. season, but there's a lot of fun stuff in it with the new characters, and they start to get back to the bases with the older characters. And like one of my favorite things in the friendships that um I don't know if it was in our friendship ranking, but uh Spinner and Holly J in this season. Oh, I, yeah. I really we'll enjoyed that together. Yeah, Spinner and she and she, she saves him she saves him after he gets shot. Right. That's true. That guy, that guy comes in and
1: like, tries to uh, trust, like get them to, he like, tries to rob the dot. And then like, it, like freaks out and accidentally shoots spinner and like feels bad about it. Um, Holly J writes, help me or, or gun or something on the, on the door and blue, like puts it together. That's the only thing he did on the show that mattered at all. Um, but, uh, there was a, um, oh yeah, and Spitter also was like the first person on the whole show who like warmed up to Holly J. Also because they worked together and like he saw like a different side of her whenever she like needed to work for money. Um Anyway, yeah, we can move on to the next season.
0: Season nine, a new group of students enter DeGrassi in the second semester of the year. Most notably, Declan Cohn and his uh, coin. What did you coin, say? Coin. 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 Yeah. Cone. Coin. He's like, like a coin. Coin spelled like, uh, like but sounds, and he's yeah. uh his twin sister, apparently, uh Fiona as well as Jenna, Jenna Middleton, uh, though they all cause relationships to be questioned and friendships tested. Uh, Jenna gets in the middle of Casey and Claire who are young freshman lovers. Uh, and she is the boyfriend stealer. She even tells uh, Claire that before she steals her boyfriend, uh, this leads Casey down a, a horrible road where his basketball uh, coach tries to show him porn and a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you- wait, oh wait, oh wait, oh wait, oh I I I
1: you talking about Coach Carson. Yeah, both kids, oh guys, dude,
0: that was an uncomfortable
1: because he like grooms that kid over the span of like half the season. And you think he's just like a good father figure because like a like a cool like a cool coach who's like cause like Casey's from like a broken home, like in like a foster situation, like a like a um like a foster home situation, right? Like a group home yeah. and And then yeah, this guy just turns out to be a perv the whole time. Like, oh man, and he's like, he's like, got got like a gun on him, like bringing it to school and stuff. Oh man, that was. Anyway, yeah, that was a. This is a this is a weird. Anyway, yeah, keep going.
0: So Mia is uh, is written off as she goes to do some modeling somewhere else, which leaves uh, Peter, her boyfriend, to develop a drug problem on heroin or some (laughs) shit. No, yeah, it was like. Uh, uh... It was like
1: Crank. It was yeah, right, crank. yeah. Oh uh, God, because was...
0: he gets it at a party that Declan invites him to. So Declan gets in the middle of that relationship when he's done ruining that relationship. He then causes Jane to cheat on Spinner with him, uh, which causes a strain on that relationship. But that goes uh, kind of unscathed outside of Holly J finding out uh, that Spinner doesn't even find out yet. Uh, then Declan gets into a whole relationship with Holly J after pursuing her after some time. And then... Uh, when he's in the relationship at the end of the season, we then, then spinner finally finds out after overhearing Jane and Holly J talk that he got cheated on. And this leads spinner to eventually get married to Emma, like two or three days later. Yes. Yes. This is that season. This is that season folks. Yeah. Uh, um,
1: Iconically, you're missing some big things here during some of these stories, like Peter getting stuck in the middle of traffic on (laughs) crank. That's one of the funniest (laughs) things I've ever seen on the show. Um, like he just like in like a turn lane, just like I don't know where I am, and uh, yeah, that was that was so funny. He has to call his mom to like come help him out, like to get off drugs. Like um, there was a, there was a beginning of the season. Oh man, there there was a lot of stuff about. It. Oh yeah, the the Shantae, the introduction of Declan and Fiona is so lame. When Shantae walks up, <laughs> oh, what's the upper crust of the grass? Or, 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 or you well, know, you must be the the delegates' the children. Like they like they introduce them, and he's just like super. Just who who are the who are the players? That's like what they say about like the, <laughs> the players. Yeah, here? <laughs> yeah. Who are the yeah? Like like. Oh my, I hated Declan and Fiona initially. I, I, I
0: hated them too. Because yeah. it was so obvious an attempt to compete with Gossip Girl, like yeah. like it was subtle with the Mia becoming a model. It was very subtle how they did it there. It was quite obvious from jump what Declan and Fiona were here for.
1: Yeah. So, and yeah, even in the intro, if you watch the intro, it's a very douchey like like when you sh- when they show Declan and Fiona in the intro of the show, they're like getting out of like a limo or whatever. In Declan's face, he has this like. Shit eating grin on his face, and then even in the intro, I'm just like, I hate this guy, <laughs> I hate you with a yeah. passion. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, now, throughout the show, you do realize like he is a very good like brother in a lot of situations yeah. to Fiona and stuff. Like you, you, he's just not you, a very. They good grow brother. on you, but uh, yeah, right, exactly,
0: <laughs> for sure. Douglas' De- sister Fiona starts dating new student Raleigh, Uh even though uh, she thinks she knows his secret. Raleigh is in the closet, uh, and Johnny has a secret of his own, which is uh, which could ruin uh, Allie's life. Sure. Uh, we Yeah, this is where uh, basically in season eight, we're introduced to the whole a relationship of Allie having a crush on Johnny, who is an older classman. And then they sleep together and he and he tells her that he has an STD. And even though he said he was a virgin before him. Yeah, for sure. Oh, and I missed too, by
1: the way. I hated Jenna. I was, actually I hated Jenna the entire time. But I think the whole time she was on the show. <laughs> but I really hated her introduction to the show. Yeah, I hated Shine, Jenna. Just
0: believe, touch the sky.
1: She, I her music is
0: so bad. Anyway. <laughs> i love it so much every time you do it it's so great uh jamel french's character is introduced in this uh in this season as yes r.i.p jamel french uh what's what's this what's this what's this character's name again in the show uh, oh dave dave Dave, Dave turner dave turner well dude you just basically just did your own story there because i had to remember i had to remember by saying the bandurner. The, their dream, uh, him and Ali's. That's how I remembered his name. I was like Turner. Okay, that, Dave Turner. Dave. That Turner. was literally
1: a storyline in the show that no one could remember Dave's name until Bruce the Moose threw piss on him, and then everyone was like, "Oh, what's up, Dave? What's up? Yeah, what's up, Dave? Yeah, like like that. Like that got him over getting piss thrown on him.
0: That got you over, sir. Yeah. What? So where where are we put in season uh, nine here?
1: Uh, pretty low. Yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> I hate these characters. <laughs>
0: That's what I am boring.
1: Uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The best the best part he's of the season Raymo. is probably best best part of the season is probably whatever Peter just like bombs at that party. Like he's like trying to play music by himself, but he sucks with all the rest of the students. at like that, like that like that like snobby like Declan's parents' party, and like he like his music just blows by himself. That pretty funny.
0: That's pretty much it. Now I will say we got an improvement from season nine and season ten. Uh, Season 10, it says, uh, changes are awaiting the students at Degrassi with a new principal, a rebuilt dot, and new students stepping foot on the campus. The school is pushed to the edge. And an on on, and off rivalry between new student Eli against Fitz, a harboring secret from Adam, a scandalous love triangle between Bianca, Drew, and Allie, and a pregnancy that could flush Jenna's dreams right down the toilet, among others but after a school dance spirals out of control it breaks new rules being in force and how far will the students go before they crack I will say, I I very much have fond memories of season 10. It just felt like an upgrade. It 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 felt very vibrant with the production. The color schemes were very more uh, vibrant in the season. Aesthetically, I just remember that being the big difference from season 9 to season 10 eli being introduced and his whole relationship with claire you get the starting point of that and that becomes a crucial part of the rest of the series uh the adam is one of my favorite characters and his his whole story and his, the episodes dedicated to him or some of the best of this entire season uh drew is introduced in this season who becomes the new resident fuckboy of degrassi uh you get bianca you get more of ali ali is further developed in this season where she's with drew and then with dave later on and then uh you get the whole jenna pregnancy story when she's on freaking american uh, american idol or canadian idol and, <laughs> and dealing with the whole pregnancy and then the whole fits and uh eli stuff there's a lot of good things i would say fun but flawed is where i'm leaning or greatness without i'm a, this is another one i'm between those two greatness without yeah. perfection or fun but flawed
1: honestly this one and i it's hard, i'm surprised i'm saying this but as i'm thinking about it because like Eli was one of the, like, they needed that character at that time, big time, because he was the yeah. most interesting, complex character that, like, joined that show, in my opinion, like, after, like, kind of the original cast. Um, I never liked Claire, ever, on the show. I'm never a Claire fan, but, like, Eli at least made what she was doing on the show interesting to me to some degree but like he was an interesting character and then drew became like the main character of the show at certain points throughout like the next couple seasons also the the next
0: season especially because they start the season with his whole story yeah so
1: i honestly this one might be greatness without perfection honestly like because it does set the stage and i think that i think the eli versus fitz story actually was one of the better stories in like the later
0: seasons so i agree with you i agree Uh, Season 11, uh, this is kind of like this another one that kind of goes off of like a great season and kind of just follows up nicely. But it does have flaws as well. Uh, But the description here says the students return after spring break, focused on relationships. The seniors close their drama before they graduate. We get Claire is glad when uh, Jake, an old friend, uh, enrolls at Degrassi. Drew has a new love interest. Eli makes new friends uh we got bianca faces serious danger and ali meets the perfect boyfriend a new school year begins in the second half of the season with new freshmen and more storylines so this is the final season of uh the holly j uh we haven't even uh, mentioned ali's brother i always forget his name banderner oh, what's the other banderner's name well oh uh, sav Sav. Yeah, Sav. Uh Sav, I think this is his final season where he just They just totally just make him the playboy of all playboys in Degrassi. Because season 10, he goes from he's still kind of dealing with his whole fallout of his relationship with Anya into an instant relationship with Holly J. Season 11, he ends his relationship with Holly J, gets into a relationship with Kiki freaking Palmer, and then gets in a relationship with a teacher. Like, this is all within a season and a half.
1: Yeah, but you can't, I mean, that's baller, though. Like, it's like this is Waller. Yeah, this, yeah, like, this is
0: Waller. I mean, I'm not, I'm, not show. Show. I'm, not <laughs> I'm not mad at him. I'm not mad at him at all. Uh, Drew becomes a real big focus of this season. As we start off this season with him and, uh, him and Bianca in their relationship after he's closed everything out with uh, Ali and they're going out they're going strong but uh Bianca has a pass with uh gang members that she used to date and they try to attack her and drew after a party and Bianca has to hit the dude over the head with a brick which gets them in trouble with the cops and with it uh, with the gang and uh, they're trying to force to sell drugs for a while until until drew has to give the gun to a cop but that's after after he's jumped by the gang and stuff. Like, it's a whole bunch. It's a crazy story that ends at the end of the season when uh, they basically try to, sh- well, middle of the season because they go into a whole new school year at the end of the season. I don't know why. It's weird how they There's do a these, lot last, of- these last uh, couple of seasons. Yeah. Right. But, one of the key episodes sees uh, the the gang members shoot at Drew, but he hit, winds up hitting Adam. Uh, they go and get the cops to arrest him, Vince. Yeah, Vince, because he's tiny's big brother. But uh, like, we'll 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 meet Tiny later on. And then uh, the end of season eleven is when we introduce the new class of Maya. Uh, yeah, Maya and her group of friends, basically Tristan. Um, oh, yeah.
1: Oh yeah, and some of those characters I didn't love either. Um... So, at what point do? At what point? Like, when did the? during this, when was the? Um, like the DeGrassi in Hollywood episodes? Oh, that in like
0: that was eight. that was eight. Was eight? Okay, because yeah. we didn't
1: really touch on them. Because like yeah. we're just because they they character assassinate like Paige at the end. Yeah, that thing. like they wound up ruining a few of the characters during they do. that.
0: And, and the they reason do. that I
1: the reason that I'm bringing that up is because around this time too was also like they did like the Manhattan. Group of episodes. Yeah, that's
0: nine. That's okay. Nine. So
1: that's come. Oh, that was a nine. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. I My timeline's so messed up with those. That's,
0: that's how, that was the spinner, Emma. Emma. Oh, was. that's
1: right. That's right. So, okay. So then we get, um, okay. So in this season, did Drew, is this one where Drew like tries to be an MMA
0: fighter? Yes. Cause he okay. dealing with the PTSD after getting, yes. Hit.
1: That was hilarious. That was an absolutely hilarious storyline. I know it wasn't meant to be funny, but him <laughs> but becoming an MMA fighter funny. was very, very funny. Um, Eli
0: deals with uh, his bipolar disorder in this season, and he makes a play about his love for Claire, and we meet uh, Emogen in this season, who's very obsessive over Eli at first. And yeah, stuff.
1: weird story.
0: And it was weird that he's doing a play about
1: her, like, in him, yeah. and, like, nobody, like, put the kibosh on that. Like, was like, hey, you're not allowed to do a story. Like, clearly, this is about another student that's like you can't should um but uh yeah i don't know where do you rank this season at
0: uh i think either fumble flood or boring it's very yeah. it's very between those what do you yeah. think what do
1: you mean? uh it definitely wasn't the,
0: boring though i don't know if it was boring
1: was this also the season with like whenever bianca like tries to like steals ali's dance troupe and stuff like Ali like tries yes. to start like a like well, that's that, season like, ten. No, that was season, that 10. Was season ten. Yeah, because yeah. that was lame too. I'm just trying to like <laughs> just, like think of all like all the lame stories. I'm like, okay, which book for What season? I don't know. I put that. I, I I yeah. I really don't care who put that season. It's definitely not. It's definitely not in the top two category. That's for sure.
0: No, no. It's like the end of fun buff Uh this one I think that we're gonna be in the top two on. I don't know. I don't know about you, but I am season twelve. So the description here, as the students return to Degrassi from winter break, the Toronto ice hounds are introduced to steer up trouble. Claire faces sexual harassment. Uh, Adam finds new love. And Drew and Bianca make huge decisions regarding their futures and their relationships. A love square is formed. Plus, uh, d- d- uh, depression and anxiety leads to a suicide and a of a new student, Campbell Saunders. This uh, this event affects all students of DeGrassi in a different way. Whether they knew Cam or not, they were all traumatized for a short amount of time, or even the rest of their lives at DeGrassi. Anything could happen. Like this is the last great season. <laughs> it's the last great season this is this he should have ended it after this season because it had so much great stuff the whole campbell saunders storyline is a top three top five storyline in degrassi history uh you get the you get uh eli and claire they get together at the end of season 11 and we get them actually together really in this season and the only kind of hiccups they get is from uh eli start doing drugs and then the guy at uh claire's uh work study place so yeah, so much great stuff. We don't have that much time because I got less than ten minutes. I need to jump yeah. over to true OE. But season twelve is either greatness or perfection. What about you?
1: I'll go greatness. I don't think it's I don't think it was perfect. And a lot of it's because I don't like a lot of these characters, but like so the stories, the stories were good. And it and, and it gets really bad after this. <laughs> like like this really was the last great season of the show and the next couple seasons I'm I, I I on think
0: it i I don't know about you. I would put it above 10, and I would put it above 2. I'm I'm good with that. Top of the greatness. Top of greatness, but perfection. Season 13. Here we go, guys. The final two seasons. (laughs) A description here says, as summer comes around, many of the students go on a trip to Paris, France. Back at Degrassi, Drew and Dallas run a day camp, and Claire deals with cancer, eventually recovering. Everyone deals with the death of Adam Torres, who drove into a tree while texting. When school starts back up, Maya deals with a heated rivalry with uh, small screen actress Zoe Revis, who gets uh, essayed later in the school year. Tristan has a sexual relationship with a new teacher who gets fired. Becky uh, testifies against her older brother in court for raping uh, for essaying uh, Zoe and Drew and Becky form a scandalous relationship after Becky had just went out with his deceased Brother, this season sucks. I am yeah. sorry. I re after our our whole discussion about the final season. I rewatch both seasons, season 13 and season 14. And I still stand by, season 13 is worse than season 14. You have seven episodes in Paris that don't make any much sense of why we're here this long. It like freaking drags. They just throw and drag Claire through the mud. She gets cancer, and then she ends the season pregnant by another man. Like, oh, my God. this season. Yeah,
1: is- it's terrible. I, I hate, like, every character in this season. It's also maybe around the time that Becky Baker becomes friends with Jenna Middleton, which... Yeah. Also, um, one of the most iconic, uh, that's another one I like to sing whenever, um, whenever Becky introduces herself to Jenna with the, I think you're really great. And my name is Becky. And like, that's like how they become, she just like walks up to her singing. I was like, this is very weird. Um, yeah, the whole, the, yeah, the, it it was, it was an awful season. I, I hate, I hate the, I hate most, if not all of the characters involved with the season. Um. Yeah, and then because the thing, so season 14, you throw that in the trash, and the season 14 you throw right in the trash too. And I don't have to elaborate that much, or even I mean, I want you to do your description of it, but like all you really need to know is they straight up did an entire season based on underage high school kids selling, basically doing OnlyFans and pressuring other people into continuing to do it and that was the main story for the majority of the season. It was absolutely awful. The characters really suck in that season. Zoe is completely character assassinated. All the all the sympathy that you feel from season 13, everything that happened to her then, you completely forget about because she's pressuring girls to sell nudes in high school without without them, without wanting to most of them, except for that weird, like pink-haired girl who was like super down for it the whole time. Who I've always caught like a really weird vibe from the whole time. And by the way, this the whole the entire Series ends on like a murder mystery, or whatever. <laughs> like, like it was so so bad. I I stand by my. Not that not only is this the worst episode of DeGrassi Next Generation, or sorry, the worst seer- season of DeGrassi Next Generation. This might be the worst season of television I have ever watched. Ever anything. I hate season fourteen of DeGrassi.
0: So description for season 14 after this terrible storm ravaged the Toronto area, Claire finally reveals to everyone she is pregnant and Drew decides to take responsibility. Miles uh, begins to spiral out of control due to his father. Um, Becky launches the power cheer team to forget turning against her brother, to which Zoe eventually takes over and leads the squad into a major scandal that leads to a dramatic ending for everyone. After spring break, the school sees a major change when new strict rules are enforced following the Oomph Chat scandal and subsequent fire started by Miles with Mr. Simpson out and miss pill in as principal the students are not too happy for the last few weeks of the school year with extracurricular activities highly monitored and cell phones banned students are angry with zoe zig and maya must also deal with their newfound love and vince's return into Zig's life claire loses Which, by her the pregnancy. way he shot somebody in front of everyone and
1: just like is out
0: he gets to hang out with the same kids yeah, from
1: the like high same he area.
0: about Rick.
1: Canada is like way too chill. Like this is the yeah. Anyway, that's uh, what I was so confused when I rewatched that when I saw season fourteen. Finally, I was like, I think I texted you about it. I was like, dude. Is this the same guy who shot the school that they're just living with now? And then Zig snitches too. Dude, Zig is the most boring character in the history of television. Dude, man, screw these characters. This season sucks. These characters suck. The show, the show should have ended with the only... no, listen, if, if they were gonna stretch it this long, the final the final c- scene of Degrassi Next Generation should have been um Miles, who like I hate that character, but like f- like you know, his dad was like abusive or whatever. And you finally realize that towards the end and all of a sudden he finally kind of steps, like stands up to him. The end of this whole series should have been miles in full mount on top of his dad with the OG song, whatever it takes, I hope I can make it through and him just beating the shit no, out of his dad. God. And he that would have been, <laughs> yeah. And that, that should have just been the end of the show. Whatever it takes. And he just just, just beating the shit out of this guy. And it's just like, all right, and that's and that's game over. It's like there's the there there's there's the series. Um and then they wound up just taking it and you know, just just take t- taking all of our all of our love for the show and everything, ball- balling it up in their hand and just just right just oh and gave us the, the new class or whatever after that. I I
0: just didn't even two episodes Ooh. in, I said F this and bailed so so this is our tier ranking folks we got imperfect season we got season three and season four do we want to have season three as the top of the top or season four
1: um that's a toss-up for me let us know in the chat real quick i know sp3's got a bounce but
0: yeah let us know let us know with that uh greatness without perfection we got season 12 we got season 2 and season 10 fun but fun but flawed i gotta move in here to see Mm. season five we got season one that's season six season eight and season 11 boring we have seasons seven and nine and then trashily seasons we have seasons 13 and 14 yeah I think I think there's pretty much uh gonna say say uh season two equal to season four? Nah, nah. Season two, season two is a is an upgrade from season one, but I don't think it's perfect. It's not perfect. I definitely have some issues with it. But yeah, I think I think season four is like the top. So, yeah, that. But season four, go with the that top
1: of uh trashly, then we'll well that'll be a good compromise. <laughs> I need I need I need that I need that W.
0: I need that W. <laughs> All right. That F is our list. All right. We, yeah. will, we will post it up later on our socials. Uh, so you can all see, but thank you guys for joining us. We appreciate y'all. Uh Jensen, you want to sign off and let everybody know where they can follow you?
1: Yeah, for sure. If you can save the picture and send it to me, if you wouldn't yeah. mind doing that. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Y'all can follow me on Twitter. Fight talk underscore use code fight talk. Um, all one word, no spaces on independent wrestling. The Weekender will drop probably tomorrow on FightfulSelect.com and we'll try to do it on Sunday this week because there I don't think there's a GCW show tomorrow. I think there's one tonight, but not tomorrow. Um. So uh. So yeah, check that out. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com and uh, watch the spotlight Thursday mornings. Me, myself, and Jeremy Lambert, nine thirty a.m. Eastern time. YouTube.com slash Fightful.
0: And you can follow me on the Twitter machine at True Hill SP3. Jump over all of y'all joining us right now. We appreciate y'all joining us. Remember to drop the thumbs up on the video. Share this video with all your friends and on all your favorite social media platforms. And of course, you can comment down below. Let us know what you thought about our tier list. But jump on over to the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. We'll be going live in about like five minutes for a True Hill Heat flagship podcast talking about this week in wrestling, including WWE saying no to. CM Punk, Triple H taking over for Vince, and yes, the Wednesday, the Tuesday night war and Tony Khan's meltdown over it. We're gonna talk all about that on the True Hill Heat flagship podcast. Myself, Top Guy JJ, Miss Christy Love. Join us live over there if you want to talk about some wrestling. But there you
1: go. Go do it. Join them, True Hill Heat. And hit the like button here. Hit the subscribe button. Good to see everyone in the chat. Good seeing the SV3. You guys have a good rest of your weekend. See ya.